Welcome to New York Studies for the Girls. I'm Eden. I'm Elise. And this is the podcast. Let's fucking go! So, so chipper tonight. <laughs> Shut up. I'm excited. We've been talking about this for weeks and we've sucked at getting it done. You're so right. I'm excited it's finally happening. We're here. It's a weekend before Valentine's Day weekend. God. Deep. We're emotionally preparing for the ferality. <laughs> the the energy that's coursing through my body this week, dude, just like preparing for the chaos of Valentine's weekend. I meant what I said. I have never been more excited for Valentine's Day, ever. Same. Even in relationships, which I know says more about my relationships than anything, but I am like, I am amped. I am so hype. I literally feel like something's gonna happen to me where, like, I'm going to be an animal. Yeah. Or you'll have, like, a life epiphany. Like, your whole Ooh. life course will change. I feel like that's unlikely. Unless I it's feel in like a bad that way. could be likely. No. Yeah. Vetoed. <laughs> that is not a prediction. Okay. okay. That's a prediction. Prediction number one. We already did predictions for Valentine's Day. Eden has Day. a life epiphany. Okay, that can be this week's episode. Or this week's prediction. No. But we already made Valentine's yeah. Day predictions on episode two, which you guys will have to look forward to, which I feel like we just introduced now what the predictions are. Every episode, we will be making predictions for the next week on what will be transpiring. Yes. Because somehow, despite it being the middle of a global pandemic and us being working full-time adults, we have managed to cause so much chaos and uproar in our lives like every single week. I actually don't think there's been a week in our friendship that like something didn't happen. No, there hasn't been. Let's go oh. ahead and introduce ourselves. Do you want to go first? No. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you prepare to talk more? Because I'm emotionally preparing. I prepare by listening to you talk. Okay, that's fine. I'm Eden. Um, I am a destination wedding photographer turned business coach. Um, I grew up in Utah. I feel like these are important facts. Um, I grew up Mormon. Another important fact. Gonna, gonna play a big role on this podcast. <laughs> um, I am divorced. I got married at 20, divorced at 24. Um, I had a year-long relationship after that. Broke up this fall, which is shortly before I met this idiot right here um and yeah that's kind of everything i have a dog named cora uh she's the light of my life if you ever see us in public though don't talk to her don't look at her don't perceive her she is super aggressive and she actually kind of sucks but i love her and i think she's perfect fun fact eden abuses her dog stop i did have a tiktok go viral where people were calling me an animal abuser so that's another fun fact about me okay two truths and a lie i'm just not gonna introduce myself Oh, no, I thought, okay, no, you're right. We should do That's two truths a separate at the thing. same time. Oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. dumbass. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm Elise. I I'm work... an asshole. <laughs> I am an asshole. That's pretty accurate. I work in branding. Super fun. I grew up in Ohio, which is a core tenant of my personality. And if I don't bring it up at least five Dude, times a day. It's so embarrassing, though. I love Ohio. You shouldn't. You, sh- you should love it way more. Okay, continue. Um, let's see. I am a serial relationship person. 
and have been in a long-term relationship since I was 18 <gasps> with months of like no not a single wait dude I have not been single for longer than a year or like longer than six months since I was 16 years old stop that's terrifying that's a decade that's terrifying oh I hate that hate that yeah continue I did not mean to interrupt no that's remember when I just said you were gonna have an epiphany Anyway, at least I'm psychic. <laughs> I am. Okay, so I am a serial relationship person. Um, love me a good long-term relationship and really struggle to stay not in one. My ex and I broke up several months ago. Okay, but I feel like timeline's important because I broke up with my ex. We call him Short King. In I feel no guilt about that. I feel mm-hmm. no type of way. Um, we broke up in August, and you guys were what in October? Yep, you an asshat. Um, <laughs> that's him to me. Yours is ass. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that's an important timeline. Like because that's how we're friends. Yeah, that's like it's literally the only what reason we we're over. friends. Okay, before we get into that, two truths and a lie. Just so you know, our five viewers. Okay, they really get to know us. Are they dating two truths and a lie or just general two truths and a lie? I feel like it's fun if we can do that, but okay. also I can have do. To. I think I can do dating ones. Okay, two truths and a lie. Um, I served a Mormon mission. That's not uh, dating. No, you're right, dog. Unless you talk about you soaking. I've never done that in my life. Congrats. But I dry humped to hell in high school. <laughs> All Mormons. I am so happy I now have a clip of you saying that. <laughs> okay, 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 Two truths and a lie. Let's One, I have had a breakup where I literally fell to my knees and, like, howled in front of, like, people. I was so heartbroken. <laughs> Two, I said I love you first to Short King. And three, I have never been broken up with. I have always done the dumping. Am I supposed to guess? Yeah, or you do have to leave you it up. Ha- no, no, no. You have to guess what the lie is. Oh, but I know the lie. Which is it? That you've never been broken up with. That's not true. That is true. No, that's a lie. Short King broke up with you. No, I'm saying. No, we mutually oh, broke oh, up. Oh, that's I'm what saying I'm, that. I'm saying that, that one's a lie. Oh, yeah, that is a lie. But actually, Short King and I were mutual. It was my high school boyfriend, is the only one that's ever dumped Interesting. me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Technically, Short King, like, ended the, like, possibility of us getting back together, but us actually breaking up was a mutual thing. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But my high school boyfriend is the one that dumped me. High school boyfriend is also the one that when I sent him on his Mormon mission, I fell to my knees, like, howling sad in front of my parents. And I just, like, vividly, like, imagine just seeing his 17-year-old dumbass, like, fall to her knees weeping and wailing that her boyfriend is going on a Mormon mission. That's so embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. No, it's like, actually. But also, I'm like, I'll do anything for God to replay that for me. Yeah. Anything. Next to you running into the glass downstairs. Okay, (laughs) your turn. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So, two truths and a lie. One, I have never looked through a significant other's phone. Without that's, their permission. That, that's for sure true. As in, that's the lie. Two, I used to have a purity ring. 
her face. Three, one of my ex-boyfriends once asked me to tell him how small his penis was while we were having sex. Stop. Like a degradation kink? Yeah. I know you've looked through a significant other's phone, which means that's true. The first one was why? Who was that? <laughs> the worst of them. The first one. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> oh my god. He had a degradation kink? It only came out, like... It only came out once when he was super high. Oh. But he went on about this for, like, 45 no. minutes. We had to stop having sex because he could not stop talking about it. Oh my god. It was insane. Truly a traumatic experience in hindsight. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> You're That's, shaking. No, I literally am like, I feel like if I was having sex with someone and they were like, can you just tell me how like small and disgusting I am? I would just be like, I'm so sorry. I have to leave. Yeah. No, this was two years into the relationship. No. Too, so we were like too Stop. far down that road to just for leave. that to like be a deal breaker. You just get up and leave the room. No. Oh my it was gosh. also my room. Oh my god. <laughs> Strong start. Fun fact, it was in my sorority's house. Oh, I fucking forget that you were part of a sorority, and every time you bring it up, I'm like, why am I friends with this person? But to be fair, why are you friends with me? That's the, next the good two question. stories that we're going to tell. <laughs> let's fucking go! Okay, so I think what's important here is, oh no, let's talk about why we started the podcast. Yeah. Because I think that's important for anyone that's listening. Um... Obviously, we're both navigating mid-20s, dating in a city notorious for being run by just, like, the worst of the worst men. And we both, unfortunately, like men. You more than me. But... (laughs) I'd say me significantly more than you you at this point. At this point, you significantly more than me. But occasionally, I unfortunately divulge in dick, too. Do you like that one? I I did like that one. (laughs) Thank you. That was good. Um, We'll save it. Okay, I think what's important... Is that this podcast, one, will be hilarious because we're disasters. Yeah, it'll just be everyone being able to laugh at our misfortune slash shitty stories. Yet have we had to have a story where I'm like, I'm sad that happened. I've I, had nothing but This fun. last weekend, dude, no, I'm right. sad you guys, about everything two, that I experienced or you, made other people experience, if we're going to be accurate. Uh, even if you're not jamming to this episode yet, just know that episode two is desolate for Elise. Just the saddest of times. That actually might be one of the only really bad things that's happened to us. And by us, I mean you. Yeah, it wasn't great. Nah, I loved it. Um, but do you want to go ahead? Do you want to read? Do you want to contribute to the podcast? Well, I'm kind of blind, so I can't really read that. But we're also making this podcast just to, one, cherish these memories that we're going to have. Memorialized. They have to be passed down through generations. Of the kids we're not having. Exactly. <laughs> this is our legacy. This is our child. <laughs> this is the only child we're ever going to have is New York City is for the girls. New Sorry, York City, Mom. we love you. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, which I explicitly told you no. not to, log off. No moms allowed. No moms allowed. Doreen, get out of here. <laughs> Rachel and Doreen, <laughs> you specifically are not allowed in this space. You are the two girls New York City is not for. Yes. Leave. Not even allowed in Brooklyn. No. Bridges will close as soon as you try and drive across <laughs> them. 
Okay, but I think, like, what's fun about, like, this is that, like, I don't know about you, but I actually will say the pandemic has had, this is more serious now, but I've been, like, attempting to deconstruct my own, like, internal patriarchy and, like, especially throughout the pandemic and, like, talking about, like, internalized homophobia and, like, sexism, like, all the things. And I think just, like, I, between men and, like, being raised Mormon, like, all of these things, I have behaved in a very specific way my entire life that was very, very contrary to what I'm actually, like, as a human being. And I think that's what's going to be really fun about this podcast is, like, these are things that I never thought I would, one, do, (laughs) two, let alone talk about. Like, I didn't even really know what sex was when I got married. Like, they don't even give you, like, any prep. And here I am saying divulging dick on the internet. I love this character growth for you. I really do. What a character arc, you know? Is that we should crazy? write a story. Yeah, I think it is. I think so, too. But, I mean, man, yeah. I mean, we really did go from, like, closeted, married, Mormon wife to someone podcasting about dating multiple people and what that looks like. So, anyway, that's my tidbit on the podcast. Your turn. Um. Yeah, that's hard to follow, dude. I know. I'm so eloquent and smart. Yeah, That's why I might as well just kill myself. No. Yes. I would kind of miss you. Well, That's the nicest thing Eden has ever said to me. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you can go ahead and say one nice thing to me for the first time in your entire life. Okay, so I'm making the podcast so I can spend quality time with you. Shut Eden. up, actually. Please stop. I don't like it. I literally don't like it all. Okay, but I think, like, also, we have this written down in the notes. I, like, think it'll be fun for this podcast to just, like... I think dating, especially now we're in our mid to late 20s, is, like, a time where people can start getting, like, really freaked out. And I think you and I are on opposite paths from a lot of people where, like, we only want to casually date right now. Like, we're not looking for a relationship. And I feel like that's so empowering in some sense. Like, I, after having getting out of a really long-term relationship, never thought that I'd be so excited to not want somebody to be a significant part of my life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's because I made somebody all of my life during yes. the course of the pandemic. And not again. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> um, no, I agree. I think, like, I don't know if you're the same, but I feel like you are. Where, like, when I get into relationships, I tend to completely meld my life to them. And, like, because I've always been in relationships, apparently since I was 16, as I just realized, like, this has been such a cool time to be, like, I literally owe no one anything it's just for me which is weird yeah and it's so nice just finding what you love about yourself too yeah like I feel like I would become the idealized version of whoever my partner wanted me to be and so now it's just all about me and embracing who I am and finding people who like that inherently agreed Versus trying to be something for somebody else. Agreed. I think, too, have you found this with casually dating? I've noticed the more I do it, like, it used to take me a really long time to be myself with someone new. Like, I would put on, like, a very specific, like, a, like digestible front. Yeah. Whereas now, when I, like, go on first dates with people, I'm just, like, very me. And it's very, like, oh, if you're not into that, totally fine. Yeah. Like, it's so nice, though, and refreshing. Yeah. I completely agree. I've been the exact same way. I say this as if I've been on more than two dates with two different people in the past several months, but... She's working on it. She has an ultimatum that she has to start dating more people. If anything, Elise, for the content. 
That's true. So, um, I think too, just like talking about dating casually in a healthy way is something I really want people to get out of this podcast. Like, because I think that's one of the worst parts of New York's reputation is that like no one here, there's a lot of people here that aren't looking for anything serious and men stereotypically have been doing it in such a horrible, unhealthy way. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like a lot of times for women, it's easy to think that casual dating is only for men. And it's not. No, it's absolutely for us too. It's for the girls. Just like New York City. Boom. Boom. Play the music again at this part. <laughs> um, okay, harmonize. <laughs> it's us singing the song. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think we just want this like to feel like one. I really like when we FaceTime and catch up on these things, and it'll be fun to just like include people in that space. Hopefully, bring on people to like tell their own stories about dating, and like just give new perspectives on things that like. I also think like the way that we talk about dating is something that I would have loved to hear someone talk about when I was younger because I thought my only option was to like be someone's girlfriend and or wife and so to like hear about like women in their 20s like pursuing their careers and dreams and like still dating but in a very healthy casual way would have been like super cool to hear as a younger Eden yeah I completely agree maybe baby Elise wouldn't have dated all the shitty people she dated dude I think I still would have unfortunately but maybe we could have sped up the timeline that's true Maybe instead of three and a half years, it was only two and a half years. Maybe instead of a four-year marriage, we could have done one. Ooh. Epiphany. I hope there's another timeline where that even gets to do that. But, okay, let's lead into how we got here. (laughs) Because despite the fact that we're starting this podcast together, and I feel like we're the same person, but just with different styles. But so different. No. (laughs) No, you're so different, too. But then there's also, like, key parts of us where I'm like, we are cloned. The same. Yeah. Um, we've only known each other since November, which was th- four months. Mu- we, we've known each other for like three and a half months. Yeah. Maybe. We need to figure out our first friend date anniversary. Do you still have Bumble BFF? Yeah, I do, actually. It said no. It said no. Okay, let's just, I feel like we don't have yeah. to like go into the story too much, but basically we met on Bumble BFF. Um, I had been on one hangout with someone else. Had you been on any? None. Oh, Fuck. Nice. Well, you were I'm literally fun. my last hurrah. You were my first and my last. Oh my god. I was like, okay, I have one friend now. Thanks. <laughs> That's good. But dude, you literally were like, my first one sucked. And I was like, I'll try one more time. And I remember I was getting ready to potentially go out with Loafers, who is a key part of the story this evening. And I was like, I'd rather go out with a friend though. And so I was like scrolling Bumble BFF while curling my hair. We matched... I wish we could open your phone to see the message, but basically I was like, oh yeah, what are you up to tonight? Like on the off chance you want to go dancing. And that's when you, it was perfect timing because I had gotten invited to go to a party that I knew my ex-boyfriend was going to be at, or there was like a good possibility that he was going to be at. And I was apprehensive yeah, to say the least to do that, but I did really want to go out. Yeah. I like wanted to have fun. I like needed some excitement. <laughs> in my life she's a single lady (laughs) i feel like you said that though you were like i might be going to a party but my ex might be there 
And then that's when I was like, oh yeah, like my ex, Short King, I, w- I thought had just gotten to New York City because he was from New York City. And um, I was like, oh, I think my ex is also here. And that is when we said, what are exes doing in Brooklyn? And we were like, yeah, Brooklyn is for the girls, which is how we got here. Yep. Became our life motto pretty quickly, Actually, even before yeah. the podcast oh, before existed. The podcast, well, I feel like we were saying it. 24 7 like Brooklyn is for the girls and then when we were going to start the podcast we were like oh it should be called Brooklyn for the girls and we were like why stop there shoot for the stars all five boroughs That's literally for the ladies all five boroughs should be for the ladies because I feel like if women deserve anything after the last you know entire human existence of sexism we deserve this city I completely agree. New York City is like reparations for women not getting the right to vote until like you know recently fuck yeah yeah that's on that so um all men you have 30 days to vacate (laughs) the city after which um your stuff will be in the streets no in the rivers which we will also use to block the bridges so you cannot come in (laughs) do you know what's sad i would do that if i had the physical capabilities i would kick all men out of the city Ooh, i wouldn't but most of them no 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 better idea we take the ones we like, the ones that are fun, and we put them on Staten Island where we can visit them when we want to. Yeah, that's so nice. I know. We're really nice. Yeah. We are nice. Easy breezy. Easy breezy. So, you didn't end up going to the party. We decided to go dancing. Yes. And we meet up, and literally all I have to contribute to this next part of the story is that I just remember not really knowing what to talk to you about, because I think going out for the first time when you're meeting someone can be, like, very disorienting, because mm-hmm. it's, like, loud and, like you want to get to know each other but like again it's loud yeah like and so I literally just remember we brought up exes we talked through that and then I just remember saying the word (laughs) sneaky link 10,000 times honestly that should have been my biggest red flag about you I think that in the first 10 minutes of our conversation you said it at least seven times no dude I agree and it was like one of those things where I was so nervous but like we brought up both of our sneaky links and then I didn't know what else to say and so I just kept saying it but like even while I was doing it my anxiety was like bitch stop (laughs) like wanted to slap yourself on the subway dude literally it's me looking in the mirror like stop it stop saying sneaky link like why did I say sneaky link so many times it was embarrassing no it honestly is I'm still embarrassed and then the best part is you've just said it at least seven more times and yet not even one one hundredth as many times as I probably said it to you that first night no comment yeah and then we went dancing downstairs I feel like we just had like a very standard night after that we went dancing and no I'm for a bit for a bit and then this is where things get chaotic I had seen someone, like, literally only twice. We will call him Loafers. And he is the antithesis of everything I have ever dated, seen, slept with, even kissed. It's quite literally, like, my worst nightmare. Like, rich, like, loafer-wearing, yacht boy, daddy's money vibes. I don't know how he matched, dude, till this day. But it's so weird because even though you describe him like that and he is all of those things, he's also, like, low-key super nice. Oh, yeah. No, he's actually genuinely nice, which was the only reason I would let him, like, fulfill any of my time. And he's really fun. And so, yeah. Like, it was very clearly, like, we are just sneaky links. <laughs> and, like, but he texted me and was like, hey, what are you up to tonight? No, that is not what No? I- no. How we were at the bar and we were, like... Oh, no. dancing and like having a fine time we were like should we go somewhere else 
And I had been texting him earlier. Let me text Loafers and see what he's doing. Yes. Loafers on paper is my worst nightmare, but actually really nice and fun, which is why I felt fine, like, spending time with him. But he has this friend named Pubeka, who is quite literally the worst person I have ever met in my life. And the first time we met them all, he literally didn't let me and my friends into the bar because we were too ugly. Facts. Like, that's... I think we describe it best by saying that he's the kind of person that you would see on Gossip Girl and assume never actually exists in real life, but he does. And his name is Poop Becca. Yep. Like, Chuck Bass times 10,000. I mean it when I say I think he's my least favorite person I've ever met in my entire human life. I can't even comprehend that he's a real person. No, he's that same. bad. It literally feels like a glitch in the simulation every time I interact with him because I'm like, how have you even survived in life being the way that you are? It makes no sense. He is horrible, which will be demonstrated here. I text Loafers. He says, come on over to Poop Becca's. And I turn to Elise and I'm like, here's the sitch. <laughs> you laid it all out for me, oh, too. Well, because, like, I had to warn you on, like, what was about to take place. Can you imagine if I hadn't warned you on Pupeka's behavior and then he behaved the way that he did? Yeah, I think I would have cried, probably. No, but it was going in with the understanding of who he was at his core. Mm-hmm. That just made me feel so much better about yeah. everything. So we get to Pupeka's apartment. Of course, it's a giant loft because they're all rich as fuck. And we get in. (laughs) We get in. We start meeting other friends who I Mm -hmm. hadn't met yet. Some of which were nice. Some of which were really douchey. There was no in between. Like I either was like, you are my worst nightmare or you're actually like weirdly nice. Yeah. Like a loafers type vibe. But also like not just weirdly nice, like lovely. Yes. Seem like lovely Mm -hmm. people. Genuinely good people. Yes. Yes. Um, And I feel like we took some shots with them. We were just hanging out. But we didn't take, like, real shots. No, I think we were just pulling from the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think Which you would think, if somebody had a loft in Tribeca, they would... They were, like... more alcohol than that. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like where we got set up was I thought Loafers was taking us to a party and or a club, and we got there, and there was only, like, ten people. Like, it was, like, a hangout. Like, a friend group hanging out. He said that it was a party for... Pubeka's birthday. birthday. <laughs> we got there. There's Pupeka. six people. Yeah. So that's when we just started like drinking, vibing, and that's when you step in, and that's when things get really fun. I did not step in. No. And by step in, I mean just engage Exist. in normal human I behavior. Existed. I was talking to one of Pubeka's friends, and he had a lot of plants in his apartment. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned to one of his friends that one of his plants was probably not in the ideal place. For it to get the sun that it needed, mm-hmm. and or it was getting too much sun. And his friend is like, like Pubeka, your plant's <laughs> in the wrong place. <laughs> and that is when Pubeka decided to just go like full Hulk, full douche Hulk. Which another key point here is that I had been on a date with loafers prior. Pubeka was conveniently at the restaurant having a meeting about crypto. Just to add another, like, drop to the bucket on who we're dealing with. Hey, don't, don't hate on the crypto. No, I'm gonna hate on the crypto. Men that have meetings. Oh, yeah. Meetings crypto, on crypto. Get out of here. idiot. So, this is when he goes full ape shit on you. Yeah, so he freaks out at me that I dare come into his apartment and say where his plants should or should not be. And at one point he was like, okay, well, if it's not supposed to be there, where should it be? And there was a very convenient spot 
that did not have a plant in it and or would have been even very were, like, sufficient. Swap those. Like, yeah, he had two that were like in the wrong spot. Yeah, I like kindly suggested that he swap the plants. No, did not go over well. Well, and so I feel like what was weird about this dynamic too is like I had only been out with loafers a couple times. I hated Pupeka, which I would say to loafers every time he'd invite me over somewhere. I would be like, I fucking hate Pupeka. Tell him to be not an asshole. But, like, as soon as it started, and again, this was my first time hanging out with you, I was, like, immediately now. Like. Yeah. We're not doing this. Yeah. And I, like, vividly remember you guys, like, getting into it and then him pointing to me and being, like, you're lucky I like Eden. Otherwise, you'd be out of my apartment. And that's when I was, like, shut the fuck up. Like, are you, I just remember repeatedly being, like, are you joking and then he just kept going. And I feel like this is where he got really. Yeah. Was when he was like, well, how would you like it <laughs> if I came to where you live and tell you what to do with your plants? And then was like, where do you even live anyway? And we obviously responded, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And he laughs. I feel like I can see it in my brain, him laughing and then going, <laughs> as if I would ever step foot in Brooklyn. No. And that just sums him up in a lot of ways. Dude, I just feel like that that's when we left. Like I No, that's not when we left. Oh, no, we didn't leave. We stayed for a while yeah, after that. Go. I think that's when I was like, hey, you need to chill. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and I do remember Loafers and even some of his friends when he said that were like, come on. Yeah. Dude. Like, come on. Yeah. No, you're right. We did stay for a bit. We just ignored Pupeka, I think. Well, for a sec, we ignored him. But then we, like, migrated to a different seat. And we were all sitting on the couches. Remember? I remember that. And then he said something sassy to me. I had apologized for suggesting he move his plant because that was obviously a criminal offense. And then I asked him if he was still mad at me because I just wanted to move past it, you know, like Mm -hmm. a normal adult. And he was like, yeah, why would I even be mad at you? And I was like, okay, well, if you are not mad at me, could we have a nicer tone maybe? And that did not sit well. I don't remember this. You don't remember this? That's when it got bad. Why don't I remember this? I have no idea. Oh my gosh. He was like, oh, so you come into my apartment. Stop. Tell me to move my plants and then tell me to fix my tone. <gasps> and then I think he said something along the lines of like, who are you? Like, where did you come from? <laughs> like, I, okay, that must be when we left, right? No. No? No. We stayed for a little longer. I very much remember though, I feel like something happened and then that's when I turned to loafers and I was like, we're done here. No, nothing. It wasn't like that. We just no. left I do remember saying something like that to loafers, though. Like, oh, being yeah. Like, hey, like, this is too much. Like, I think that going. that was when, I think that that was between the plant thing and the other thing. Okay. Because we I do were like, remember mm, just being like, this, this is insane. Yeah. Like, it literally, I feel like the only way that can be described for Pupeka, too, is like, it literally was like watching a child that had been an only, do you know what it's like? Is, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Is it Violet Beauregard that's like, daddy? Like, oh no, it's the, like, British girl who's like, I want a squirrel. And then she, like, throws a fit when she doesn't get a squirrel. That's Pupeka. Yes. Like, absolutely. Things, but ten times worse. Ten times worse. And with a lot more money. Yeah. And, like, so gross and icky and, like, 
he's just the literal worst. So that is how Elise and I became friends. Oh, important part, Loafers walks me to the door. <laughs> and as we're saying goodbye, he thinks that the appropriate goodbye to Eden <laughs> is to just hit her smack on the lips with a big old kiss. Ooh. Not like a makeout kiss or like a peck on the lips. Dude, it was like, like a, a grandparent kiss. been married for Stop. 45 years kiss. It was such an intimate like like where I was just like what are you doing? Yeah. And I will never forget us walking out that door and you just freaking out. <laughs> we run down the stairs. Oh yeah. There's like three flights of stairs. I feel like we're just screaming. Oh and, like, this is the best part. We had just met a couple hours ago. Yeah. And I'm literally just like, what the fuck? Like, why did he just kiss me on the mouth in front of you? But we were so make. on the same page about everything that night. And yes. I feel like that's when I knew we would actually be really good friends. No, agreed. Like, I feel like after that, I was like, no. And, like, the fact that you could make it through the hangout with Poopeka, I was like, no, this girl can vibe. Like, we will be friends. Turn the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which leads us to the second hangout, which I feel like we don't even have to go into too much other than the fact that, like, oh my gosh, no, that is when we went to Freehold. We went dancing again. I I think one of my favorite things about our friendship, dude, is that I knew nothing about you for, like, several hangouts. Because all we did was party. Yeah. We didn't really talk. Dude, I didn't even know anything other than the fact that you were in branding until, like, my birthday. Which was like a full month of hands. Yeah. You still don't know my last name. No, I really don't. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you, I don't. I know it has an H in it. I know we have the same initials. But I think it's the fact that you don't have social media. <laughs> I do have a Facebook. Oh, uh, we should be Facebook friends sometime. Okay. <laughs> not me actually needing to verify that men are who they say they are on dating apps by asking keep... them to add me on Facebook. You're lying. I'm not joking. That's so embarrassing. I will say, I, the second time we went out, we went to Freehold, and that's when we scored all those free drinks, dude. Do you remember that? That was the night we got all the free drinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went out one more time, we went dancing, mm-hmm. and there were men, by the end of the night, we literally walked past that guy, and he just turned around and said, what are you drinking? And we said, tequila sodas, and he just handed us tequila sodas, and we walked away. It was amazing. Important to note, though, we watched the bartender we make yeah, yeah, the yeah. tequila sodas. I would not literally never but for all the kiddos listening yeah but that's when we met firefighter and that was just an iconic night yeah who then ubered us to another no no no, no, no. i feel like there's Fine. a lot there's a lot more to I that know, but i'm like do we have to unpack firefighter um so there's firefighter he has quite possibly the thickest brooklyn accent i have ever heard in my entire life and i distinctly remember you leaning over to me and telling me that you couldn't understand a single word he was saying. Don't remember that. Because of his accent. While we were at Freehold. I remember very little. That didn't stop you, though. It really didn't. Didn't. It, it, did that stop me? No. No. So you guys, quote unquote, chatted for a bit, which I'm <laughs> assuming was just you nodding and smiling. He asks for your number and leaves. Oh, no, no, no. Key part. He bought us a ton of drinks and then said, next round's on you guys. And we ran over to the water fountain, filled up cups with water, and brought them back to him so we wouldn't have to buy him drinks. And that's when he got my number, leaves. We assume we'll never see him again. Ten minutes later. We didn't see him again. You saw 
him more intimately than I did. Okay. He basically texts us. I text think you. Yeah, t- text me. I'm pretty sure you text him, though, from my phone back or whoever. But we basically said, fine, are you going to send an Uber? Because he was trying to get us to go yes. to the next bar. Which I, no one ever wants to go to the next bar to meet a boy. Like, no. so unless they're going to Uber you, no. But he did. And it was far away and it was cold. Yeah. But he, he did. did call us an Uber. We went there. Uh, the night's a little fuzzy for me after that. Um, well, I remember we walk into the bar. He is standing there with his group of friends. I feel like it's important to note that this is one of those bars that has a bar upstairs and then kind of a club downstairs. So we got there and we were like, oh, let's try and go downstairs. It's just probably 1 a.m. or something. They were like, oh, it's going to be a two-hour wait. And we were like, maybe not. Mm-mm. Immediately, no. We decided to go hang out with Firefighter and his friends who were just standing around. And he's so excited. I do remember him being, like, weirdly pumped that we were there. He was Almost in a way where I was hyped. like, did you forget you called us the Uber? Like, was he this probably a did. He honestly he probably was, did. He was there. Yeah. So were you. Yeah. Anyways, he buys us a tequila soda Which that I is... I vividly remember we're, like, a gallon. It was huge. It was probably the size of your head. No, I'm, like, looking at your face length, and it was definitely that no, big. No, I agree. We split it, and I feel like that's what pushed you over the edge. For sure. Everything was out the door after that. Yep. So then, one thing leads to another, um, and then at some point, Eden and Firefighter are aggressively making out. Basically... On the bar. I literally don't remember. I remember making out, but I I do remember the next day you being like, Eden, you were like borderline laying on the bar. It was a lot. Honestly, I'm, that might honestly be one of the only times I'm like embarrassed of my behavior. I hate that I did that. It was a lot. I'm not going to lie. But I had a great time because one of my friends was much older and married and he and I were just leaning back. On another table, vibing, and we somehow got into our Catholic guilt. And that became our conversation while you guys were making out aggressively at the bar. five feet from you. Yes. I probably could have reached out and touched touched you. me and firefighter. Um, Okay, I think the next key points of this story, that's basically like where things wrap up there. We go home. Uh Uh-uh. No. We try to go home, and firefighter has a fit. (laughs) that I am dragging you away from him. He was like, no, Eden should come home with me. I'm like, no, she has a dog. (laughs) Not (gasps) even barely knowing me and saving me from chlamydia for sure. Yeah, but I know for a fact that the dog is a great out. I'm like, we're getting in this Uber together. And so we escape firefighter. (laughs) But do we? Because... I'm fine. I get off scot-free, but we drop you off at home. I wake up at 6 a.m. on the toilet, and not in a throw-up way, like I peed and (laughs) fell asleep on the toilet as the sun is rising, which, let me tell you right now, is the most humbling thing that has ever happened to me in my GD life, dude. I literally remember waking up my legs so stiff. First of all, how did I not fall off the toilet? I don't know. Um, Second of all, imagine being Cora, watching your mom. (laughs) I owe that dog an apology. You do? (laughs) But when I wake up the next morning for real, I remember waking up, 
stumbling out of the bathroom, getting off the toilet, you know, getting my stiff legs to walk me to my bed. The sun is coming up. I did, I was sober enough to put a face mask on so I could sleep in past the sun. But I wake up to 14 missed calls from Firefighter. And this voicemail that we will now be playing. Get it either. Get it. Get it. That's it. That's it. That's the whole thing. Get it, Eden. Get it. Get it. (laughs) And me being the asshole that I am. Oh, no. I think he texted me and was like, can we please ignore that I called you 15 (laughs) times? And I sent him a screen recording of the voicemail and was like, no. (laughs) No. Definitely no. And now the whole world knows. And now the whole world knows. But... I genuinely think that those two stories are what cemented our friendship together. They really are. Yeah. We saw each other at our worst. More like you saw me at my worst. Yeah, and I put up with it. Yeah. I actually, I'm like, have you ever seen me worse than you did those first, that, like, night? I don't know if you have. No, I haven't seen you worse than that night. No. I actually think that might be the worst I've ever been in my life. No, genuinely. Alcohol-wise? You did not seem that bad, so that's a good note for me. Never puked, never blacked out. Remember? Well, apparently you have blacked out <laughs> based upon this past weekend. Yeah, that's facts. So. Well, I didn't black out. Yes, you did. No. You do not remember a whole entire bar. No, I do remember the bar. I just didn't remember that it was in Brooklyn. <laughs> I just, the night's spotty, okay? <laughs> okay, so you browned out. I browned out. But that's the story. And that's how Lisa and I became friends. And that's the type of quality entertainment you have to look forward to on this podcast. Much more to come. Much more to come. Even just episode two that has already been recorded. What's sad is we've literally not even divulged like a fifth of our stories. There's so much more to tell. We've never not had a weekend that went like exactly like this. Yeah, but I love that for us. I do too. Keeps things fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And but, now we'll have more stories to tell after this weekend. Oh, for sure. And, but on top of that, every episode will not just be our stories. We want to do stories about, like, dating in general, ics, how to approach situ- certain situations. You don't only have to listen to our stories every week. Also, if you have a good story. Send it in. We would love to either have you on the podcast, tell your story for you. We can add dramatic effect. Sound effects. I mean, the intro music, music to the podcast alone is the Hunger Games, like, ramp up for the ceremony, so. Gets me going every time, dude. dude literally, I'm not gonna lie. Anytime I need to be ramped up, I'm going to listen to our intro music. Do we play it now? I mean, they're gonna hear it on the outro. Th- thus concludes. Episode one. Episode one. And after episode one, episode two that you can just dive into right after this, we will be doing predictions, which we mentioned before, and we have laid out our Valentine's predictions for you all, which is very exciting. Cannot wait to come back and let you all know what happens after this weekend. I'm so excited, genuinely. I'm literally so excited. But uh, love you guys. Subscribe. Leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. The content is cute. The content is popping. Follow us on TikTok. I post all the videos. Most of them. Except for all the videos that are already posted because Eden posted all those. See you next time. Never do that again. Okay. Now you're right. I hate me. Close it out yourself. (laughs)